the Function with Purpose podcast. All things health, wellness, fitness, and education through the physical therapy perspective. I am Dr. Amy Bullock, owner and founder of Fortress Physical Therapy. Fortress PT is here to serve the Charlotte metro area by highlighting the importance of how and why physical therapy should be a part of your health and wellness lifestyle. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 7 of the Function with Purpose podcast. Dr. Amy here. Thanks for joining in, you guys. Again, I appreciate the follow, the listen, and just I just love spreading knowledge about what physical therapy can do for someone. Um, all right. Man, Season 9. Wow. Almost, almost done here. Um, okay, so today's topic. I've been getting, honestly, some recent inquiries about this, and um, I figure I might as well just quickly talk about it, but um, this might be kind of boring for you. This might not, but um, hear me out, and I'm going to regurgitate again. So, um, maybe you're not performing well, or you're not feeling well, or you're not feeling progress in the gym, or in your health, or in your wellness, fitness, or recovery. So, um, today's topic, what are the best baselines to track in order to improve our health metrics? Um, so, health. Um, health is a broad term, but in general, um, health is how we function on a daily basis. Fulfilling our societal role as a human being. And um, honestly, wellness is the things that we do in order to keep us healthy. So, again, going way back, I don't even know what season this was or what episode. My main five pillars, and in this case, will be in specific orders. Um as, you know, me going through some personal things too and figuring things out on um, when I feel stressed, etc. and I'm not performing well in the gym or even at my job. So the five pillars in specific order that I think people or the public should focus on. Um, number one. First and foremost, sleep. All right. Not only the quantity or how many hours we get, but the quality, right? How well are we sleeping? Are we waking up every couple hours? Do we have night sweats? Do we keep tossing and turning? How is the room actually prepped? Is it dark? Is it cool? Is it quiet? Do you sleep with your phone face up and uh, not on the do not disturb button? Because that should totally be a thing. You should totally have do not disturb on while you're sleeping and have your contacts, emergency contacts, only able to connect with you. That's what I do. So, sleep. 
I know based on personal experience that if I'm feeling like poo-poo, I feel lethargic, I, you know, got back from a vacation, um, my sleep patterns have been inconsistent. Sometimes it might be thrown off by an hour before I go to bed at my typical time at 8.30. Yeah, I go to bed at 8.30. Um, there might be moments where I do stay up an extra hour or so, but usually that happens on vacation mode. So the sleep pattern becomes disturbed. So first and foremost, recognize and reassess your actual sleep, your preparation for sleep. Because if we can really consistently, you know, wake up with the sun, go to bed with the moon and prep the room at a certain way, certain temperature, and you can get super detailed with this, and I'm not going to get into it on this specific podcast, that if you can get sleep, sleep is where recovery happens. Sleep is where your body restores itself. Think of it. If you become sick or you get the flu, what do you do? You're sleeping a lot. So your body is trying to fight things off. Your body is trying to come back stronger, right? First and foremost, my first pillar to attack is sleep. Second is water intake. Straight up water. Do you even know how much water you're drinking per day? It is, quote unquote, recommended that we attempt or get as close as we can to half of our body weight. So I'll use myself as an example. I need to hit about 70 ounces of water a day. And I will tell you, I did this experiment on myself because it was actually a requirement through a continuing education course that I just took and finished up. We had to keep a bladder diary, which also included um, how much liquid or, you know, I guess liquid we drank throughout the day. So I drink my coffee in the morning and then I have water throughout the day. And then usually at dinner time, I'll have maybe like a LaCroix or a G2 Gatorade or Gatorade Zero just to kind of switch it up. And um, I'll have some hot tea before bed. And I couldn't believe how much liquid. I thought, oh, you know, I'm I'm hitting a gallon a day, which is about, you know, 120 ounces. But if you combine coffee and some of the other liquids on top of water. I'm already hitting over 70 ounces of water. It was mind-blowing. I actually probably drank about 180 ounces of quote-unquote full liquid throughout the day, which then led to the bladder diary. Oh my gosh, no wonder I, I go, to the bath, uh, go to the bathroom and relieve my bladder like every hour, especially in the morning, because that's where I, I front load my liquid. But anywho, um, sorry, that was a little rant. However, um, are you aware of your water intake? Specifically water, not just like coffee and some like, you know, caffeinated drinks, but water. Our body is, and our tissues made up of, gosh, at least like 60-70% of water, if not more. So we need to replenish that. Track your water. Do it. See where you're at. You're going to blow your mind. So this will lead to pillar number three, which is super important as well, especially since being a physiotherapist. Daily movement in exercise or workouts. 
There's a difference. Movement versus exercise. Movement can be broken down into the things that we do around the house. Perhaps it's cleaning. Perhaps it's going up and down the stairs. Perhaps it's non-structured exercise, i.e. going out for a 10-minute walk. Because you can and you're able to and you sneak it in. Other movements may be, you know, parking further away at the parking lot at the grocery store, right? You're getting a little bit more extra step. So being a little bit more intentional with daily movement. And then flip side, exercise or training. Actual structured time that you set aside per day to get some exercise in. And when I think of the word exercise, I think of lifting heavy shit, excuse me, and putting it down. So resistance training, weight training, along with cardiovascular. Are we getting a well-balanced exercise regimen throughout the week? Are we biasing certain movement patterns? Are we incorporating some little bit of long-distance running? Right? We have to be well-rounded on that area. So that's on top of our daily movement. Right? It's so easy to take the easy route of not doing anything. Right? So... Number three is daily movement and structured exercise. Number four, this leads back into a little bit of tied in with water, but overall nutrition, specifically protein. Are you able to get at least a handful, a fistful of protein per meal? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. If we can take our fist... That's the, such a generic measurement of a piece of protein. That's going to yield about 20 to 30 grams of protein. Are we getting that at least at every meal? Because I'll tell you right now, I'm getting more than that. I probably input, I haven't tracked it recently, but I'm pretty consistent. I get about... I would say on good, good days, probably about 170 to 180 grams of protein a day. That might seem like a lot, but honestly, it's not. So, nutrition-wise, focusing on protein that is on the plate. Super important because protein builds muscle. Muscle helps us move. Muscle makes us more resilient. Muscle keeps us strong and healthy. Oh, by the way, muscle has to have water in it, right? Muscle prevents us from essentially falling apart. So the more muscle that we have, the more resilient we can be. So the goal per plate Breakfast, lunch, dinner, are you getting a fistful at least? And if you want to get deeper, the goal is to try to aim in grams body weight. So, for example, I weigh about 140 pounds. I aim every day to get at least 140 grams of protein per day. I have to feed my muscles. I don't know about you, but I don't want to fall apart when I'm in my 80s and 90s. 
I want to keep moving. And I'm going to resistance train on top of that. Lift heavy stuff and put it down. All right, last pillar to track the best baselines. And some people may vouch that this would be the first one. Um, and it can be, that's fine. But stress management. And this is something that I've recently been getting into deeper and deeper. Um, especially after attending my second CrossFit camp. We talked a lot about um, de-identifying the self. Which, I guess when you look at it, it's kind of like the things that stress you out. Like, what makes up you? How can you better yourself? How can you improve your reactions to things? Because if simple things stress you out, then you're going to be stressed all the time. And I used to be like that after college and then figuring out, you know, my... Um, physical therapy career and then relationships with other people who to give my energy more towards who to pull away from and this is a constant refining process stress management what do we do for stress management do we get outside and get let the sun hit us in the face you know do we take walks do we um you know maybe watch our favorite tv shows so we quit um thinking about it do we meditate do we do some stretching? Um, do we talk to someone? Who Who's your tribe of people to like just get things off of your chest with? So the best baselines to track to improve our overall health are to fulfill our societal role as a human being and to function. My five pillars in particular order. Sleep. Water intake, daily movement and exercise, nutrition, specifically protein, and stress management concepts. So you have to know, as a, as a person, when to continue to layer these things. If we don't have step one before step two, you have no business going on to step two or step three or four or five or six, right? It all goes back to the fundamentals, and I like to think of Michael Jordan on this. You focus on the fundamentals, you focus on the basics, then you go to the next step. That's a wrap for today's episode, Function With Purpose podcast. For more information on this episode, please check out the show notes within your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, or drop your comments and questions below. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Thanks for the listen. Pursuit, precision, purpose.